0: This episode of LIW The Walking Dead reviews brought to you by your porcelain dolls, reminding you that we see everything. LIW The Walking Dead and Fear The Walking Dead review. Citizens, welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead Review. I am your host, Phoenix West. I slow down so you hear my name. This episode is The Walking Dead comic, chapter 22. 22, just like Taylor Swift or something. A A New Beginning is the name of it, which also sounds like a Taylor Swift album. Okay, so this one, holy shit, this one. The war with Negan is over. They end it. So much so that it's I'll get into it uh, we'll, we'll get there. Um, this one opens up cold open. this girl named Magna and her little group are hit by a herd and they're on top of a truck and they are horse and buggy pretty much they have horses they get eaten. the truck falls over they fall off. Um, it ends up being a herd of zombies that Jesus is leading away from camp. Um, if you're watching the show, season six starts off with this scene. It's way different, obviously. But you see that Jesus has like a big beard, big bushy beard. Pretty big bushy beard, Hot Fuzz fans. He's got a big beard, and he's he looks older, and he just looks like a badass. He's got like the suit, he's got armor on. He, but he's on horseback with Heath, and they're, they're leading the zombies away. Anyway, they lead the zombies away from them. Um Bernie gets killed in the process. This guy named Bernie. I don't know who he is. They they mention him. Anyway, uh there's a bunch of people in that group. I'll get to the names later. Uh, well, for now it's it's Magna, uh, Yumiko, Bernie, who's dead, Kelly, uh, Luke, and Connie, I believe it's all of them. Anyway, they and then Jesus comes back for him and he's like, Oh, I'll take you back to our camp, but we gotta take your weapons away. It's just a trust thing. You'll get him back after a while. Just don't worry. They go with him. Rick wakes up. um, Not from a coma for once. I can actually say he just wakes up in the morning. Um, Maybe he was in a coma. I don't know. They don't say. It would explain why Andrea is so amazed that he's up up, up before her. Uh, So amazed that it made me stutter. That was weird. Anyway, Rick wakes up, and then you see his face. And he's got, well, before that you see him put on a, He's got a thing for his arm. Those little claw things that people you see people have, where it's got the wire, and you can make it move. He's got a knee brace because Negan snapped his leg back in the last one. He's got, yeah, he's rough. He looks like a, and they show his face, and he's got shorter hair, and he's got a big beard, got a big bushy beard. He's got a big, he's got a beard anyway, and you're like, oh, this is like years later. It's weird. They uh, they show Carl, and that's when you kind of realize that's kind of more the time. You see how long it's been. Because Carl is full, like, maybe 16, something like that. It's been a while. He's a teenager, that was the point. I think when it before the cut, he was, like, maybe 10, right? Something like that. So now he's. it must have been, like, five or six years. I'm guessing he could be 14. I don't know. They don't tell you. I don't know. Fuck you. It's been a while, because when you see uh, Rick go outside, there's... Alexandria is like a farmland. It's beautiful. It's a village, basically. And it looks fine. Uh, Carl wants to move to the hilltop to apprentice with Earl, the blacksmith there. And obviously Rick's not on board with that yet. And then Carl goes and talks to Negan downstairs in the cell, in a holding cell. Just built for him, pretty much. And he's like buddy buddy with him and he's telling him all about his life story basically he uses him he uses Negan as a journal to like get out his thoughts and emotions and Negan's like we're we're friends right you don't want to kill me anymore and Carl goes, you know I do and he goes don't insult my intelligence I didn't know that I wouldn't have asked he like really thought they're gonna be friends and they do kind of paint Negan as a sympathetic figure in these next few chapters here Uh, they do a really good job of that because you're supposed to hate him from the beginning and you're kind of like, oh, he's, like, actually sad. And I, there is a thing where, yes, he was a psychopath. Yes, he killed people. But look at the world he was in. And he's been in prison for six years by himself. I'm guessing six years. I'm just throwing that number out there. But it's, he's just been by himself with nobody to talk to except Carl, who still hates him. So it would actually be better for him if you're just like, just fucking kill me, dude. I don't care. Just kill me. Like, just, this is miserable. There's a lot of drama with Eugene and Rosita. I, they don't really say. Rosita doesn't really talk to Eugene. He he knows she isn't really not attracted to him or anything. He's just kind of a weird looking dude, and she's like this super hot, trendy girl. She's like wears the the hat, and she's got the short shorts, and she just looks like a hot chick pretty much. And he's some just some dude she knows. I don't know why she ended up with him just because of the Abraham thing. It's just dumb. Whatever. She could have left him in the in the interim. You know, it's been years. Anyway, Andrea invites the new arrivals in, or she interviews him a little bit. Carl is carving animals out of something. I don't know. They didn't really say what. I don't know what he was carving. I don't know. Was it soap? If so, you can think of more valuable uses for soap in the apocalypse. You dumb dildo. I don't. I, maybe he's carving them out of wood. I don't. I really didn't know. They didn't say. Olivia's making bread. Uh, there's a lot of going on. They're just setting up all these things that they're doing now. The community that they have. Eugene's also making liquor, like beer or something. Anyway, Ken and, what's his name, Marco are out looking for shit. And Ken falls off his horse. And the horse falls on his legs. It's kind of brutal. Ken or, uh, Marco tries to save him. He has to fight off all these zombies. Uh, he tries to save him. He gets him up. His legs are shattered, though. Uh, They keep going back and forth between that and Magna wants to find out what Rick is hiding, what Alexandria is really all about. They don't, they just don't trust him. It's it's, they basically show them as exactly what Rick was when he arrived in Alexandria, and they just draw parallels to it. I, I like it. I like to see that there's another group that doesn't trust them. Only difference is Rick isn't a fucking idiot. Like uh, what's his name? Douglas was. Douglas was like didn't know what he's doing. Rick does, and he knows how to plan and make the community work. Douglas had no fucking clue. Anyway, uh, there's a letter that Jesus wants. There's a bunch of letters in this one. That's weird. They have like a mail system between the the four colonies. And since Carl's going there, um, Jesus goes, hey, can you give this letter to Alex? And then Anna gives one to Carl before he leaves. And she's like, don't read it till you get there. And Anna is revealed to be a girl who showed her titties at a party. And that's all we know about Anna. So when you they show her, I'm like, oh, you've seen his t- her tits. That's great. Okay. And Carl's like, I don't like her. I don't like that she showed her tits. And Rick's like, she, she might have problems. She might, m- maybe she thinks that's the way she knows how to make friends. I don't, maybe, like, give her, cut up her a slack. Like, maybe that's not really her. Maybe she did that and she regrets it. Like, you don't know. Like, pe- people do shit all the time they don't want to be proud of. They're not proud of. Anyway, um, he's a judgmental prick. No, not really. Uh, Rick and Carl are headed to the hilltop. All these zombies attack. And then Rick punishes the shit out of this guard, Benjamin. He's like, this is your fucking road. This is the main artery between our places. If this falls, we all fall. And he's just like yelling at this dude. And he's like, all right, man. Like, calm down. And you realize Rick is insane when safety's breached. And uh, you can't blame him. You can't, if you're on the outside and you saw that and you're like, holy shit, he's crazy. But you go like, he's doing that because he knows what it's like when it's not done properly. And he wants to avoid that. So if he has to be an asshole to save lives, go ahead and let him be an asshole for a little bit. Okay, not a big deal. Anyway, Magna and her group find Negan in the basement. Which is, Rick already told them that he's in the basement. He was smart, and said he knew they were going to snoop around, and he goes, yes, there's a prisoner down there. He's very dangerous, and so I keep him there, and, it's, and I don't torture him. Like he's just like lays it all out on the table because he's not like Douglas. He's just like, I know what they're going to do. They're going to snoop around. Um, Douglas was smart when he went to the house, and he's like, oh, you're all in here in case we're dangerous. That's a good idea. Like he's smart like that, but Rick knows what they're going to do. He knows what they're thinking. He knows all of that. So he's like, hey, Ning is down here. Just stay away from him. Don't Just don't believe him if you see him. He's he's dangerous. So when the group finds him, I was like, right when they set up that they were going to go snoop for their dirty laundry, and then I knew that uh, Negan was in the basement, I go, oh, here we go. That's what it's going to be about. Magnus Group's going to go down there, release him, and then another war... And then here we are, Magna and her group go downstairs, and they see Negan, and Negan's like, "Oh, you gotta let me out of here. He's crazy. Like, oh, they're they're they torture me. They're oh, they've been out of here so long. I didn't even, I don't even remember what I did anymore." And I was like, "Oh, here we go. Fuck. I knew I saw it coming. I'm like, ah." And then she goes, "He or Negan goes, even the name of his name, Rick. is Scary." And she goes, "No, not buying it." I don't, I don't. I can tell when someone's lying, and you don't look like you've been tortured. And I was like, "Holy shit! Good job!" Like they, they led you down a path, and then they went, "Nah, I just fucking with you. We're not really gonna do that." I was like, "Hey, good job. That was a, it was a good turn of events. I really did enjoy that. It was, it was fun. It was nice to see that that they surprised you. Anyway, I like well done. Kudos. That was my clap. That wasn't me jerking off. Uh, Marco and Ken are coming back from their horse accident. And then they fall in a ditch. And just out of convenience, the uh, zombies don't see them. Just right down below. They're right there. Just out of convenience, they live. I don't know. It was too convenient. Um, So they're still out there struggling. Rick and Maggie talk, because they're now at the hilltop where Maggie's the new leader. Uh, They're talking about the new baby. Carl asks to see the baby, and she goes, okay, I'll go get him. And he goes, never mind, I'm busy. And i was like, fuck you, Carl, you piece of shit. Anyway, uh, then they revealed that they named the baby Herschel. And I was like, okay, that's, that's fair. That's a, that's a good idea. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Why don't you name the baby Glenn? Like Glenn Herschel Green. Or Herschel Glenn. Is it Herschel Glenn Green? Because that doesn't come off the tongue, right? Glenn Herschel Green comes off way better. Name your fucking baby Glenn, the dad who just died. Uh, you know what? I said it was six years later. Just going off his age, and then I I just realized that the baby's still a fucking baby. She's he's still breastfeeding. So they did all this work in the first year. How the fuck? What the fuck? Oh my god, my head is spinning. Why didn't? Why not? Oh my god. Whatever. Okay. What? Oh fine. They're doing that. Well, I guess we're doing that. Yeah. I'm mad now. I just realized that. I'm stupid. I'm a stupid person. Well, it must have been like two years because nine months for the baby. She just got pregnant like right before. The war, so, yeah. Okay, a couple of years, whatever. Carl's only fucking 12. That's way too young to, you know, get up inside a girl and see some titties. Whatever. Not in the apocalypse, apparently. Whatever. Okay, okay, moving on. They, Earl introduces Roland as his apprentice. And Carl is loses his fucking mind and storms off. And Roland looks like Sophia with without tits. It's very weird. I, I kept thinking it was Sophia because you have a little little blonde person with freckles. Looks just like little Andrea. I'm going to confuse them. I'm not looking for titties on a fucking child. So, you know what I mean? They look exactly the same and I was confused in a couple scenes. Um, so there's a whole thing going on with Carl. Like He wants to be his apprentice and he's like, oh, he's we got, we got Roland. I don't know if I can. Pfft, who cares? Um, Marco is dragged to the hilltop. They find they found his body when they're doing the rounds and he's like, I left Ken in the in a dit or in a barn and the dead are whispering. And they're like, What? He's like, Yeah, I heard him talking, they're whispering. He's going crazy and he's holding up clutching a pillow over his fed head. Not his fed. That's weird. But they 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 do that where you're like, Oh, he's crazy. That's oh pork dude. He's out there for a while. I'm like, Why did he go crazy? like you must have a really weak mind because some of these characters have been out there years in the wild and they, they're they still fine. And then you realize later on what happens, but they don't get there yet. They uh, they also introduce a character called Siddick, who's this big... I don't know, I guess he's black. I can't tell. Um, I don't see color. No, he's a big dude. Um, he, he's a couple shades darker than everybody else, so whatever race you want to call that. Hard to tell in a comic book. Anyway, he's... I don't. am not quite sure what his job was. He's a really important dude, though. They they reveal it later what his job was. So I know it now, but I don't want to say it. It doesn't come into play yet. So I'll get there when I get there. They. Uh, but she. He. He lives at the hilltop with Maggie. He seems to be really high up there. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So there's that character. So enjoy him. Um. But these two boys. Just attack the shit out of this boy Brian, and Sophia saves them. She just beats the shit out of these two kids, and you're like, S- Sophia's a fucking badass. She has like skills. It's weird. She must be practicing. Nothing else to do there. So they set that up that that she attacked these two boys after just defending this kid. Uh, what the fuck his name was? Doesn't matter. Brian. She she defended these two kids or this kid against them, and that's setting up what happens later. Uh, Louis, Larry, and Dante are making booze. Dante tries it. They introduce all these characters without saying who they are, really, other than their names. Uh, I I assume this is a project that Eugene's on. They mention that later, way down the line, but I brought it up early. It doesn't really matter. Um, Carl settles with Earl while they're having a big family dinner. They have, like, these big community dinners. It looks awesome. I... It's, you look at this and you're like, wow, that looks amazing, just the, the sense of community that these people have. Because right now, I don't know my neighbors' names, and I've lived in my place for a year and a half, and I've never met them. And if I do see them, I look down so I don't have to look them in the eyes and, and possibly avoid a conversation, you know? So that's where I am with my neighbors. And I feel like that's how most people are. I like the idea of neighbors getting together. I don't know. And I'm, I'm making no effort to make that happen, though. So the the apocalypse kind of forced that, and the struggles they've gone through have forced that. Because why not? It is nice. It's the way you're kind of supposed to live, really. Uh, one of the it's like a, a luxury item to be isolated, pretty much. They so they do that, and Carl talks to Earl, and he's like, "Hey, I can have more than one a, one apprentice. When do you think I can only have one?" And Carl's like, "Oh, I've been a fool." <laughs> It's like, God, you're so irrational. He, he jumps around. I know he's a teenager, but like, calm down. Jesus, listen to your dad a little bit. Anyway, uh, Dante and the group are out looking for Ken later They because they said Ken's left in the barn. Uh, they're attacked by zombies. And then, meanwhile, Rick and Maggie talk. And then Rick says a line, which if you're reading it in order, now I know what it means. But when I read it, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Because Rick goes... Yeah, it's crazy, everything that happened. Like, You know, even after everything that happened, I still miss Michonne. And I was like, oh yeah, they didn't show Michonne yet. What the fuck happened to her? Did she die? I was like, they, will they kill a main character off off page? That's weird. Because yeah, people would die in the interim between when the war ended and now. I assume people would die just by accident. They're just, you know, very deadly world. People die every day. But a main character? That's weird. Like, you'd think they'd at least visit a grave to show us that she died, but whatever. Uh, there's a lot of back and forth, like I said, between all these groups. And Magna's group grabs Andrea, and they like basically are gonna like talk to her and they're like tell us everything that's going on here. What are your secrets? And she's like, "All right, calm down." Like Andrea's not scared at all by them. And uh, Dante's group. This is when they go back to that, and then. Dante kills all these guys to save his partner, and or I guess he's alone now. I think, but he he kills all these zombies, and he's like, he's looking around and like they're talking, they're whispering. What the fuck's happening? He's like, some of them have knives and they're using them. He's like, what the fuck is happening? And he kills them all, and he looks down and he pulls off a mask, and he realizes that it's stitched shut. Like the zombie face is stitched shut in the back of the head, and he's like, what the fuck? And then right when he does that, he gets captured. So that's where this one ends, and you're like, holy shit, something's going down. They introduce so many characters. Like I said, it's an ebb and flow in this. They introduce a, a long list of characters, and then they'll kill them off a couple of, all, most of the characters, three chapters later, two, three chapters later. They'll have a piece one, which is what the last what this one is. The piece ones are when they introduce everybody, because they have to stockpile characters to die later. They, they basically shuffle the characters in and out of the show or the comic. Well, both of them, both the, the series and the comic, both do that where they gather some, get rid of a bunch. It's a, uh, like I said, it ebbs and flows. But so they introduce Magna, uh, Yumiko, Bernie, Kelly, Siddick, Luke, County Ken, Anna, Carlos, Benjamin, Marco, Roland, Doc, Doc Carson, Brian, Larry, Dante, Louis. As well as the two kids who Sophia beats up. They never named, so I never wrote them down. So, yeah, there's them. And then uh, the characters that die are just Bernie from the opening. And that's it. That's the only one that dies. That's, when, that's what I'm saying. Like, nobody died this one except for Bernie. So a lot of people are going to die later, I think. Uh, I know already, but you, if you don't know, it's, you know it's going to happen. I, I won't spoil it, obviously, or who dies, or why. That That's what matters more. Anyway, um, that's the end of this one. 22, chapter 22, a new beginning. It's very new. I, I give him kudos for the major change in the cast. And by that I mean aging them. Uh, they really are going to continue, and you really feel like Rick could get old in this series. I, fi- I think he might. I can't remember if I heard Robert Kirkman say that Rick will get old eventually. I feel like they could easily do that and be fine. Because if they set up enough strong characters around him to take over, if they if he gets too old to do anything, because right now he's kind of too crippled to do anything, which I don't like. I like a strong leader that can go out and fight. Because when Rick tries to kill those zombies earlier, Carl had to save him with a gun. And I was like, eh, this is kind of, that sucks. Like, I like seeing Rick fight stuff. He's a good... I don't want to see him be Douglas from Alexandria or Gregory, but not a piece of shit from Hilltop. I don't want to see him do that. I want to see him be a badass. And I know he can't be a badass forever, but he's not old yet, so why not? They broke his knee. I don't... I think they should have saved that. I, think, I wish they would have done something about that. Um, with that being said, I do like the, the risk he took by just advancing the story or the timeline... A couple years ahead. That was nice. I, I liked seeing that. It lets you know he felt like he accomplished what he wanted to in that section. Like in the section of time basically from the outbreak until they had a community again. is He felt like he finished that with Negan. And I kind of agree. Negan was the villain I wanted the governor to be. But the the governor was so short lived that I don't even care about the governor. I didn't think he was. A, I didn't think he was that great. To be honest, I loved Negan, and he's still alive, and that's awesome for me because he could come back. And if he does, it's Rick's fault pretty much. But you know what I mean? They they accomplished what he accomplished what he wanted to with with that section of time, and now he's onto this. This is like it really is a new beginning. This is a perfect title, as well as a shitty band and a shitty Taylor Swift album title, probably. Anyway, um, that's the, that's, I guess that's all I really got to say about that. Uh, yeah, here we go. So our leaders now are Dwight at the Sanctuary. I'm going off the top of my head here. I'm trying to think. Maggie at Hilltop, Rick at Alexandria, and who? Uh, Ezekiel at the Kingdom. Those are our four factions. Um, yeah, it's fun. I don't know. I like where this is going. I really do like the new beginning. It's fun. So, until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Go to lawyerdoingwonderland.com. Do all the fun stuff there. Subscribe on YouTube. I, YouTube. Not YouTube. I, that's a terrible band. YouTube, iTunes, and Stitcher. Tell a friend. Tell, your, tell a loved one. Tell, a, tell an enemy. Tell one of your neighbors if you actually manage to not avoid eye contact and get into a conversation. In which case, I apologize. So, tell them. Tell them all. Tell them all. They'll all see you. They'll all you. Until next time, like I said, I am Phoenix West. So long, citizens.